social media so facebook at shenanigans podcast instagram at shenanigans underscore podcast and twitter at sw friends pod i did that in less than 20 seconds amazing episode 18 let's do it start this because I'm afraid that Offset is going to come through and interrupt it. <laughs> y'all, get y'all friend. Get y'all amigo, please. <laughs> First of all, hi guys. <laughs> Episode 18. Um, obviously, I just need to jump right into it because my God, gather Offset. Somebody gather him because <sighs> he ruined Cardi's Rolling Loud performance. And I think that's what's the real travesty here. (laughs) Not that he brought that terrible, like, I don't even, when people, like, make stuff out of flowers, I immediately think, like, funeral home, right? So he comes out, interrupts her rolling loud. Now, first of all, it's, the reason why that's so important to me is because um, rolling loud has never um, had a woman headliner, Ever. Um, and Cardi got that privilege to be the first woman to headline Rolling Loud ever. Okay? That's the key point. So instead of us giving props to Cardi for being the first female to do that, um, we are. What is the word? We are accosted. <laughs> With these offset videos and all of this shit. He literally brought his bullshit to her job. That's I literally don't even know what else to say. Like, that's literally what he did. Like, he brought their marital issues to her office, essentially. And she was not having it. I think the flower said something like, take me back, Cardi, or my bad, or mama. I don't know what it said, but it was just... um. It was ignorant. So then I was thinking, okay, so maybe, you know, that is his wife still, and obviously he would know where she's at and, you know, what she's doing, so maybe he just did that. And then I realized Rolling Loud was super compliant with this shit. There was a tweet that they have since removed um, where they were pretty much, like, they were pretty much, what was I going to, what am I trying to say? They were pretty much, like, I don't know, just, like, with this fucking idea of his. So, like, they they tweeted something uh, earlier uh, before, I think, the show started, and it was just like, oh, no matter what happens on stage, like, blah, blah, blah. So, to me, that implies that you knew he was about to bust up her shit, and y'all let him do that. There's no way. I'm sorry. I'd have been like, bro, you gotta handle that shit when she gets off stage. This is my money, this is her money, and we're not doing this, okay? And then, so anyway... 
they are super with this for some reason. So he interrupts her set. She has this look on her face like, my nigga tried it. She waved her hands, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, I don't really know what she was saying to him. But anyway, it all boils down to, she said, get the fuck off my stage, pretty much. And that's what happened. Um, now, of course, since then, everybody's just like, oh, you know, like, going off on Offset. Like, yes, as honestly, I think he deserves it all, but that's just me personally. Um, but Cardi is feeling some kind of way for people attacking her ex. I don't know what's happening with them for real, but, um, she's just like, you know, she's not, she's not into, I guess, internet trolling, I guess, or whatever. It's so weird because like when she was beefing with, uh, Nikki, there's no issue about people getting trolled by other people's fans. And now this nigga that's slept with like numerous women. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and just say that. Um, and embarrassed you in front of the whole world. Like, and you're concerned about niggas bullying him online. Like, I think he's okay. I feel like he, he, he'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so she's getting a little backlash for taking up for him. I just, I, I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means that she wants him back or they're they're in the talks of getting back together. I don't know. To be honest, I'm not... I just don't want to say what I think she should do because essentially it's her fucking decision. Um, but I will say... One time, if somebody cheats, okay, maybe you can get over it. Um, two times, three times, four times, five times, six times, seven times. I don't know about that. You know, but everybody's different. Everybody's breaking points are different. Um, I don't know what's happening. It seems like she's very stern on she's not getting back with him. Um, she just kind of wanted people to lay off of him a little, I guess. I don't know. I just think she should be a little bit more mad about this Rolling Loud thing. I think everybody should. Like, essentially, we didn't really get any coverage or footage of Rolling Loud. We just kind of see this fucking travesty with him like breaking up her fucking set and shit bringing out this like funeral home arrangement like I don't know I, literally I like every time I see like super like things made out of flowers like automatically just be like oh somebody's gotta do a eulogy like I don't think of like oh somebody is trying to win somebody back like I don't know um so while all of this is unraveling um offsets uh stepdad um, he is calling out Cardi B saying that she's making this more messy than it needs to be and she's putting all of this shit on social media and all this stuff like that. And, you know, I definitely agree with that some people overshare, okay? People definitely overshare online. But I don't know... I don't know where to draw the line. Like, when you go on Facebook, people are, like, going off. And sometimes those things, those posts be, like, way too deep. But I don't really know where to draw the line when it comes to things that are happening directly to you. And I know that he wants to um, protect Offset because that's his, his son. But I just don't know by putting the internet blame on Cardi that... It just feels like it's overlooking the fact that Offset's a terrible spouse. I'm not going to say terrible dad, because he looks like he's a good dad. 
look like he's a terrible spouse though so i don't know that moving the blame from offset to cardi is the way to go or the way to fix their relationship and if it turns out that the stepfather didn't help the situation i wouldn't be surprised um he you know on he's on social media and you know trying to get his name out there or whatever i think he's a alpha um so i guess he posted on his uh frat facebook group post um you know saying that you know what did, what did he say oh he just said something like you know when you see stuff on the internet it's just a little bit of it and you know people can't handle it and people need to stay pretty much people need to keep their people's business off the internet which i definitely agree to an extent but i don't know what jurisdiction you have when it's shit that's happening directly to me because of your son my nigga so i don't really know but um yeah so pretty much offset fuck that up and i'm really sorry i i really just hate that she couldn't even have a moment on stage without this nigga trying to over i don't know just overshadow it with his bullshit and all of these fucking celebrities and shit that are like capping for him like y'all can go to hell too mind y'all motherfucking business like oh my god like who asked 50 who who ever pause whoever asked 50 cent for any kind of commentary when 9-11 happened we called Ja. we didn't call 50 so i don't know who's asking him what he thinks about things but stop whoever it is i'm talking to you (laughs) so speaking of shit that i didn't want to happen (laughs) lil john i don't know if you guys have seen this but he has like a video with the kool-aid man and i don't know how to feel about it like part of me feels like it's kind of like I don't want to say like is it racist like cause like what else could have could it have been besides Kool-Aid like couldn't it have been anything besides Kool-Aid like Kool-Aid is just so like that just makes me think of like I don't know just like all the racist things white people could possibly say about a black person singing next to a picture of Kool-Aid I don't know but I mean it's interesting it's a whole last three minute video um, and he is just um, pouring it up. <laughs> like, I think it's called All I Really Want for Christmas. He's got little kids dancing. And it's cute as fuck, I guess. But it's just like, it just threw me off. And I don't really know who asked for this. I didn't. But, you know, one thing about Lil John is white people still love Lil John. Like, not the saying that we don't love him, but like white people still really love him. I'm just concerned that because white people really love him like how this looks but one thing about Lil John is that I know that it's never us laughing at him you know like so that's always good because like he's fully aware how stupid this shit looks I'm sure but it's some you know it's three minutes of fun it's Christmas whatever Lil John featuring the Kool-Aid man (laughs) y'all all I really want for Christmas and you know he hollering and shit so make sure y'all put y'all volume down So, alright, I'm just about to jump into some, like, strange-ass news. Um, I had two stories, and while I was researching, I found out that one of the two stories is not real, which I'm actually very relieved to hear. But before I get into that one, um, there is a poacher um, who was sentenced to a year in jail recently, and part of his sentencing is that he has to watch Bambi uh, once a month, I believe. Um... So pretty much, let's see, 
Um, I think it happened in Missouri. Um, the guy's name is David Barry Jr. Um, he so he was sentenced to a year uh, for illegally killing a deer, taking only their heads and antlers and leaving the rest of their bodies to rot. And while he's in jail, he has to watch the Walt Disney movie Bambi once a month. So wait, is it legal to kill? Like I know there's like hunting season, but like when it's like outside of um, hunting season. First of all, I don't even know what hunting season is. I literally just know that there is a hunting season from Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck cartoons. But like, so if there is a hunting season, right? During that hunting season, or excuse me, during the off season, is it legal to kill a deer at all? I don't know. I'm asking y'all questions that I can't even get immediate answers for. <laughs> but fucking tell me, okay, guys? Like, seriously, I don't understand how this hunting thing works. I think that shit is, like, barbaric. I know that people do it. I know it's fun. That's cool. Just don't ask me. So... Apparently, I guess if he would have killed the deer and took the whole body, it wouldn't have been illegal. It wouldn't have been illegal. I'm not really sure, but so he left the bodies, and that's what he's got to do. So you, everybody knows Bambi. Bambi's mom is like killed in like the first like what three minutes of the movie. Um, but yeah, so I guess this guy has had other convictions. Um, for like illegal fish and game activity uh, by him and his family and I guess the fucking court is done with him <laughs> they're done with the berries okay <laughs> so yeah so he's got to watch Bambi every month once a month um, I wonder what it's gonna do to him if he'll just like just start to like recite the movie and still feel no kind of way because like to me it seems like if you kill an animal and you just take their head you're pr and you left the rest of the body like you weren't kill killing for, I don't know what you were doing, but you just give me a really creepy vibe anyway. So something tells me that this isn't going to affect him, but we'll find out. Interesting. I also wonder if this was like a black person, if this would have been the sentencing, would he have got more time and didn't have to watch a movie or like they made him watch something like insane, like that movie that shows you how hot dogs are made. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> so yeah, so I just thought that that was interesting. Um, it'll be, I doubt we'll ever hear anything else about this, but I just thought that was crazy. So other, other news again. Um, so a guy got, was married to a lady, right? He gets divorced. She gets divorced, puts a straining reorder, a straining reorder, a straining, re I can't fucking talk, a restraining order. Say it with me. Restraining order. <laughs> I should know how to say that. Um, anyway, <laughs> so she got a restraining order against him and then he went and underwent 37 plastic surgeries to change his physical appearance. Appearing, oh my god, I'm just, I'm done, y'all. I'm just gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> then he changes appearance to date her again. So I read this, I was like, yo, that is fucking crazy. Like, and they showed like the pictures, the side by side pictures, and I was like, damn, like he kind of looks like it kind of looks like that could have been him. Like, so whoever made this fake ass story up is amazing. Actually, I think World News Daily Report is the one who posted the story first. So shout out to you guys for finding two people that 
one the before picture definitely looks like a man that would definitely want plastic surgery if he could get it and then the after looks like okay you know what i'm saying like i i could see maybe possibly that that used to be him but 37 surgeries i don't know if anybody gonna look like anything anymore but but yeah so that's fake y'all so i know i saw people um forwarding it or forwarding it around and stuff but it's not real but it's still a fucking hilarious looking story so read it if you want but yeah it's not true so that lady is not um fearing for her life or anything yo imagine if like one of your like bum ass exes came up on some money and just got a whole fucking new face and then tried to <laughs> and tried to fuck you again <laughs> Uh, horrifying <laughs> oh shit so I have to like this sucks like I feel like I should have worked on a better segue and I didn't so here goes nothing <laughs> um so we all know that Pete's going through some shit Pete Davidson um last week um, he wasn't on uh, much of SNL. From what I understand, he was taken a lot from a lot of the sketches or his sketches were cut um, because uh, um, we he posted something and um, it was just like, you know, how he just didn't think that he could do it anymore. So essentially it was like a suicide like or thoughts of suicide kind of message. And um yeah, so after he put that note up or whatever, I think it might have been Friday or Saturday, and then um, Ariana, you know, went up to uh, 30 Rock, where SNL is recorded, um, to, you know, see about him, because, you know, it's it's good to see that, because it makes me understand and know that what they had might have been something, you know? Because um, I know everybody was kind of skeptical because of the time that, he, that had elapsed, but, you know, sometimes, guys, you can't, you can't dictate how things work out in life. You just can't. So, I don't, I, I guess now I definitely don't doubt whatever they, you know, had for each other is real as fuck. I mean, you know, like, she didn't have to come out for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was, there was some weird conversations between them or about you know about him when people were asking about it afterwards she released that song thank you next gave that kind of vibe so the fact that she went to see about him um to me that solidified you know what i think maybe people were guessing about when they were together um, but, um, he's also been seen hanging with Machine Gun Kelly, so it looks like his friends are reaching out. Um, some of his, uh, some people have commented saying that he doesn't feel like people are really for him and people are being fake and generic, um, about caring about how he feels. Um, and I just, I just hope that he knows that that's not true. Like, I hope he knows that there is a lot of people that care about him and, we just got to remind each other of that all the time, guys. I feel like I've said this like a thousand times, but we have got to. We've got to let people know that we care and we're here, even if we can't be there physically, however the case may be. But um, let's keep Pete in our prayers, y'all, and hope that he can get out of the slump. I don't really know. 
Um, but stop, and also stop blaming Ariana for everything, y'all. I really think the issue is that these people already be having issues before she comes in, and yeah, so. All right, so uh, your boy, Samuel L. Jackson, celebrated his 70th birthday. Um, he had a big-ass party. I think he had, like, a, like, inside his suit or, like, on the back of his, like, vest of his three-piece, he had, like, the name of every movie he's ever been in. Like, you don't know how many movies this nigga has been in until you see it scrolled on his back. Like, oh, my God, so many movies. Um, probably one of my favorite, though, is Snakes on the Plane. <laughs> Literally just for the line, tired of all these. I'm tired of all these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. That shit was hilarious to me. Like, and I love the way he says it. He nobody says motherfucker like him, and we all know that motherfucker. <laughs> so shout out to you. Um, happy birthday, seventy. Yo, black people are so fucking amazing. And Samuel L. Jackson was on drugs and everything at first, and he's seventy. He still looks amazing. So shout out, happy birthday, bro. And um. People that have, um, you know, made an impact on the industry. While we say happy birthday to Sam, we gotta say rest in peace to Penny Marshall. Um, she died recently, I wanna say like in the last few days. Um, December, oh yeah, two days ago, December 17th. Um, she was, you guys know her from, well, you guys don't know her from, but we know that she was on Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> But, I mean, my favorite thing Penny ever did was uh, direct a league of their own. So, shout out to her. Um, you know, it's so weird because, like, we all know death is inevitable. But, like, when it happens, it's still like, oh, what happened? You know what I'm saying? But, like, niggas be old. It's all good. So, rest in peace, honey bun. <laughs> all right. So... Now I want to dig into the Fortnite fight. Um, recently, um, Alfonso, how do you say Carlton's last name? Is it Ribeiro? Ribeiro? Ribeiro. Alfonso Ribeiro. That's it. That's it. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I feel like I haven't said his name out loud since like 92. But, um... <laughs> So he is one of the most recent celebrities uh, reaching to, or looking to, I should say, sue uh, Epic Games, which um, are the creators of Fortnite. Um, and he joins um, a handful of other uh, creatives, I guess, that have cr come up with dance, um, uh, dance moves and things that Fortnite has uh, profited, uh, by essentially. So, um, if you guys don't have kids or a boyfriend that doesn't have a life, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but if you guys don't know, Fortnite is like this game and like you become a character and you pretty much just like fucking like shoot at people and like build stuff so people can't shoot back at you. I mean, again, I never played it. I just watched my son play it and that's pretty much what it looked like he'd be doing. Like, hopping around so he can not get hit and building, like, log cabins and or, like, I don't know, like, stuff so that people can't shoot you? I don't know. But, um... <laughs> but, okay, so there's a part 
there's dance moves in the game and you can like buy them like they have these things called v-bucks and like you can use those v-bucks to buy dances as as well as like other like clothes or like other stuff for the game right um so these dances they have made one and this is uh, epic games they've made 1. billion dollars just on making people buy the v-bucks the currency for fortnite and so I think that what is happening is the people that have made, made these dances. So, you know, the Carlton, of course, uh, Alfonso, you know, he's been doing that for fucking ever. Uh, to Millie, uh, for the Millie Rock, he's also been trying to sue uh, them. And then also somebody else. I want to, sorry. I just, I'm really bad with all these, like, random people that are famous for no reason. But anyway, some other person, like the Backpack Kid, or I don't know, something, somebody that did something in the dance and something. But, um, so they're all, you know, suing because Epic Games is making money selling these dances to people so that their character can do them, but they're not getting anything from it. So... Did we ever? Did we ever decide that people could copyright dances, or what's happening with that? Um, but here's the funny thing about uh, the Carlton dance specifically. Um, TMZ, because TMZ always has the T. MZ. <laughs> no, but um, they pull out a 50 second clip from like 2012 where Alfonso pretty much says that he took the dance from watching Courtney Cox in the Bruce Springsteen Dancing in the Dark video and put it with some other dance and together it made the Carlton dance. So TMZ posted an article um trying to not I guess not trying to but they posted it saying like I don't know that you can sue somebody when you've already said that you stole it from somebody oh you know what who it was it was a uh, fucking Eddie Murphy the his uh fucking white man dance yeah 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 from his stand-up okay so yeah so I don't know that if he's saying in this is April 23rd 2012 that he stole the moves from Courtney Cox and Eddie Murphy I don't know that he has any um um any footing in a, in a case about this. TMZ really be digging shit up. Like, they really went through the archives and found some old ass shit. Um, but I mean, I guess, I'm not a lawyer, it kind of makes sense that, you know, if he's on, on a fucking camera saying that he stole the moves anyway, I don't know how much, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen with any of these, um, things, because it's just like, I just don't know if you can do that, like, I just don't know if you can, like, copyright a physical dance. Like, is the Macarena copyrighted? I don't know why I just said the Macarena, like. <laughs> I've skipped over so many other dances. But that was the one I could think of, because everybody does it, and I'm trying to figure out, well, not like everybody does it right now, but, like, people used to always do it. And so I'm just like, damn, like, could somebody have gotten sued? Like, for Macarena and too much Macarena and Macaranian. I don't know. <laughs> Macaranian sounds like the person that does the Macarena, right? <laughs> so.
So, yeah, I don't know that you can sue somebody for stealing something that you said you stole from somebody. So, I'm not really sure. But good luck, I guess. I just don't know. Okay, so I did want to look it up because I did. I felt like I needed to know more about this. So it's there's an existing case law, right? So it's the Copyright Act of 1976. What it does is it protects works of choreography. So a whole body, like I guess I guess a whole fucking dance or whatever. But it does not protect individual dance steps. So like, let me see. So for instance. Michael Jackson couldn't copyright the moonwalk um, because that's just a dance move. Um, And, you know, I think uh, like you can do the cha-cha slide, you know what I'm saying? Like without getting in trouble for it. So I just don't, I'm just not really sure what's going to happen with this. But um, apparently they use, they have used a lot of different um, dance moves that people are coming out of the woodwork all the time. Uh, trying to sue them they just want them to to keep take it out of the game i just don't know because that shit is so popular like there's t-shirts with those with those uh dance moves on it i just don't know that they're going i don't know i don't know i guess i'm, I'm gonna stay close to this because i would like to know um what's up with that but yeah i don't know but i mean i, I mean like the millie rock it's a dance move it's not really a whole work of choreography so same thing with the carlson dance same thing with oh so the backpack kid i couldn't think of his name but it's definitely the backpack kid and he did the um fucking floss so okay cool so i'm old okay sorry um but i these are just like individual dance moves so i I just i'm not sure guys but i'm gonna stick close to this and see what happens and i will let y'all know when i know (laughs) all right so the final fucking thing I want to talk about tonight is the fact that we still can't do shit without somebody calling the motherfucking cops on us. We can't even cash our checks. Would you believe that? So this guy, Paul McCowns, I believe, or McCowns, um, he got a new job. Okay. He went into a bank in Brooklyn, Ohio. They asked for two forms of ID. Fine, right? He gave it to him. Then they asked him for a fingerprint, which is, I guess, standard um, for t- customers who are t- trying to cash checks. Okay, fine. But after that, they began um, to like give him a fucking side eye. Um, his and what was so crazy? Here's the fucking crazy part, right? So essentially, they looked at his paycheck, felt like it was too much. And then decided that they needed to call the cops. Guys, it was just over $1,000. Like, that is not a lot of money. It's like rent. That's literally not a lot of money. Um, They called his, the people that he worked for, was the electric company. But the employer didn't answer. So the bank said, no, we can't, we're not going to cash this $1,000 check. And then, then next thing you know, he was put in the fucking back of a police car. Um, I guess he took the check away because they said that they couldn't do it for him. So he went to get in his car and they pulled up in front of him and detained him until they verified who his employer was and that the check was real. Um, the They finally got in touch with the employer and 
And he says, yeah. He just started. And yes, we pay him that much. Like, isn't that fucking crazy that you have to get the fucking boss or payroll on the fucking phone for somebody to cash you a fucking funky ass thousand dollar check? Come on. Come on. So, and you know what's so crazy is in the 911 call um, that the employee made, uh, the operator asked, do you, does he know that you called the cops? And the employee said, no. So they just did that shit real sneaky, was about to let him think he was leaving on some like to catch a predator shit and like fucking box him in, right? Um, the bank says that they apologize for the unfortunate event. I just, you know, I, that honestly, motherfuckers can keep that corny, stale ass, cookie cutter ass apology. I just don't know what the fucking issue is. This isn't a $10,000 check. This isn't a fucking, come on guys, $1,000, that's literally motherfuckers rent, okay? Like that's literally that. Like how is that too much money? Somebody worked for fucking two weeks straight and you don't think they deserve at least $1,000? Like what is happening? What is happening? It's like, Add this to the fucking list of things we can't do, right? Because we black. I just added to the fucking list of things that we can't do. We can't have a job and get paid decent without somebody calling the cops. We can't babysit. We can't barbecue. We can't do none of these things, y'all. So please make sure that you guys are fully aware of the things that you can and cannot do in this white ass world. And I mean that. So I don't know, y'all. I mean, what the fuck is an apology going to do when this shit is going to be forever on the internet? Forever something that happened to him. Forever something that he probably won't get over, ever. Like, bitch like me, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be able to even step into another bank without fucking blowing my fucking lid. I'm going to be honest, so. It's just, you know, it's just fucking, it's terrible. It's terrible, and this shit is detrimental to the fucking progress that we're trying to make. I don't know if it's y'all president that's got y'all like this. I don't know, but I'm not here for it, so that's all. Okay, it is time for the one-up of the week. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. So... Um, I think that I found this list of 30 things that you can do to make sure that your next year is the shit, right? I don't think it said the shit. I'm just paraphrasing here. But, (laughs) um, I pulled this one and I'm just going to read it to you. Um, and I think I'm going to probably keep this up and pull a few, um, for the next few weeks because I think they're really good little morsels of information. So my one up of the week is, uh, for you to eliminate non-factors or non-priorities. Um, And what that just means is eliminate everything that isn't what you believe in or what you want for yourself and make sure that you spend time on those things that you value most on the people that you value most and things and people that you believe will go beyond the here and now. I know it's sometimes hard to uh, look ahead, um, but I think that it's something that we have to force ourselves to do in order to declutter our life. Um, So that's it. Eliminate non-factors. Eliminate non-priorities. 
spend next year doing everything that you want to do and treat it like it's something that you have to do. Not, and that didn't sound right, but like have to do like, so that it becomes a priority, you know, because the more time you spend on those things, the more they become a priority. Um, so I think that that's the way to go into next year for sure. So that's it. All right. So that's the end of episode 18. Look at us moving and rolling and shit. (laughs) Thank you guys so much as usual for taking the time out of your busy schedules. And it's the fucking holidays. Like, what are y'all doing? Get off. Get take the fucking headphones off your head. Okay. Damn. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I thank you guys so much. This is always so fun. Um, And I'm going to make this a priority. How about that? Boom. Take my own fucking advice, right? (laughs) All right, y'all. I'll see you next time. Mwah.